Hello and welcome back to the Jim Burris podcast. I like to call it the podcast that matters. So if this is your first time listening, uh, really what I mean by that is I just want you to be able to get one nugget, one little thing that you can use in your life that'll matter in some way, right? I don't know. Might just be like, oh, a good dish sponge, a different type, if that sounds weird. Um, or it could be, you know, physical fitness stuff, whatever, who knows, just some little thing that you can that you can take away. Um, and then also, if you've listened to a couple of these, you know that I, I guess I do have a little bit of a selfish um, motive for doing these because it's a way for me to kind of find my voice. This is, um, I really enjoy doing this and it's kind of like a little audio diary uh, where I can get thoughts out of my head, formulate ideas, and hopefully someone could, you know, benefit from, benefit from this as well. So what I wanted to talk about today was, excuse me, uh, I think it's the Texas allergies. This place will get you. They don't tell you about that before you move here. But uh, I want to talk about, I guess, like a brief intro, and this is going to scare some people off. Uh, I'll say the, the the famous buzzword, law of attraction. I don't refer to it as that. I refer to it as like vibration. My my introduction into, um, into um, the vibe, how everything is a frequency and a vibration. Um, so basically my, my introduction to the law of attraction, the word that people love to hate and how I actually used it on accident to, um, find my uncle that I hadn't talked to in probably 30 years. So here it is. So, you know, I don't know what your thoughts are on law of attraction when people say that i I know it's got um, a lot of people roll their eyes that's cool i I was definitely one of those people um a while ago and and i understand why people question it like i get it um you know there's the movie the secret that was you know it was a good movie but it was like just a piece of the puzzle it's really like a study something that once you you know there's like the fancy interesting like surface level stuff law of attraction thinking it shows up it's not, it's obviously it's not that, that goddamn easy, right? That's, um, that'd be silly to think, think it is, but it is pretty simple. Um, and I don't want to talk, you know, about my thoughts on that right now. We'll talk more about that later and I can share some exercises, uh, if you want to call them that, um, that I've done, that I have evidence, results, circumstances, um, that, that I got from doing them. I don't know. You can form your own opinion when I tell those stories, but kind of, you know, I, I, but basically, you know, high level, you know, what it is and how I got introduced to it. Probably, you know, my earliest was, I remember being on my grandpa's farm. I, I remember a few times when I was a teenager, when certain things happened and I just felt like, man, there's more to this. Like there's something that helps things get along, if that makes sense. And a specific example, I was um, on a four-wheeler on this farm next to my grandpa's farm. It was called like the Wilms Hunting Club. I think it was a last name. Um, nice people, you know, from, from what I remember them. But uh, my, my grandpa like rented the land for hay and stuff. And I was riding a four-wheeler over there one day. And that was like one of the first times um, – you know, I just stopped and was like, hey, there's, you know, and questioned 
I say I questioned everything. It wasn't that deep of a thought. It was just like, you know, and I think the specific trigger that had happened was um, I was dating this girl in high school and she wanted to go see Garth Brooks. He's a country singer. I'm not a huge, huge fan, but he was definitely popular in the 90s when I was in high school. Um, and I think he's still, you know, relatively famous and some of his stuff, stuff is okay. But anyways, she wanted to go. And uh, it was like last minute and the tickets were in St. Louis, which is where I'm from. Um, the town I was living in was like an hour and a half, two hours away, kind of out a rural area. So we had to drive in to see him. And I remember the tickets, like two tickets, which is not a lot now in 2023. But again, this was 1996. And it was like kind of a lot of money, especially for an 18-year-old kid. It was like 500 bucks for like two tickets. And uh, I was like, and I had a job. And I, I think I probably made that every couple of weeks, which I don't remember, but it wasn't like out of the realm of possibility, but I just never had that kind of money. Um, and that I remember all these interesting uh, circumstances that lined up. Um, and I essentially got the $500 and, uh, you know, bought the tickets and like two, two or three things lined up, you know, where, um, and it worked out, and it was not, and it was nothing out of the ordinary. It didn't fall out of the sky. It was like, it was like I raised cattle with my grandpa, and there was a che the check that came in from when we sold them, and it was like an extra five hundred bucks. You know, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing, it just like was like that, and it was like it was like almost the exact amount that it was an overage, and I was like, oh wow, you know. So I used that money that was unexpected um, to to get the ticket, you know, to get the tickets. It was just crazy. So, you know, going on in my life, other experiences, whatever. And, uh, we'll talk more about them, but I want to get to the most like, interesting one to me was how I, my uncle, um, same as I read more books and yada, yada, yada over the years and always experimented, but I moved back to St. Louis and I inherited a house and I was going through the basement of, it was my aunt's house and it was kind of like the house I grew up in next to the actual house I grew up in because I was always over there at her house. Um, had a lot of holiday stuff, just a lot of great memories. Like, So this is key. I had a lot of great, good feeling emotions in that house. So I'm in the basement and it's, I, I don't know, it's probably like a Friday or Saturday night. And uh, I remember having like a couple beers and just, you know, hanging out and listening to some music. And I, I found this picture. I'm actually holding it now. And it was a picture um, of my family, or the majority of them that I was you know, closest with. Uh, my mom my mom and my grandpa weren't here. The, the only two people that I'm really close with that aren't in this picture. And I know they were here this night. I just don't know why they weren't in the picture. So sitting down was my Aunt Jerry, who uh, passed away and inherited her house. Then next to her was my uncle Charlie, who was actually my grandma's brother, so my great uncle. Then there's me, and then my grandma was like to my left on the couch. Um, and then behind my grandma is my uncle Tom, who's my <clears throat> my uncle Charlie's partner. Um, and then next to him is my dad, and then my aunt Noreen, who's still alive, and then my uncle George, who. Um, that was Aunt Noreen's husband, who he passed away. So everyone in this picture is gone except for me and Aunt Noreen. So that's like, 
uh, and Tom. So three out of the the eight or whatever. But uh, not, it's not a sad story. But I, so I looked at that picture, and I, I I just had that thought that I just said like, hey, three out of these eight, you know, and I hadn't seen Tom, and no one's heard of him since probably. I guess the late nineties, I, I would have been for sure. The last time I saw him, I was about, I'm 45 now. And I would have been like a Jew, no, a sophomore, maybe freshman or freshman or sophomore in high school. So 14, 15. So 30 years ago. Um, and I guess they had a little bit of a falling out anyways, but I just, I had great memories with Tom. He was a really great guy. So I just remember thinking in my head, man, it would be, <laughs> be cool to, to see him again sometime. And it was a very positive emotion. Like just, it was like, cool. I didn't spend a lot of time on it. I didn't sit there and this is critical. Um, if you're interested in like the law of attraction and like how it really works and what most people don't know or won't tell you is just the emotion. So I had this positive emotion thinking of it would be great to see Tom. And then, um, I didn't add in like, well, nobody's seen him, this and that. I've never seen him. You know, like, I didn't add in all that bullshit. I just said, it feels good. I knew it felt good. Hey, thinking about Tom. So <clears throat> whatever, that picture, I, um, I I do remember I put it in my pocket. I don't think that that's necessarily relevant to this story, other than just kind of how it got on my refrigerator and how I have it now. Um, uh, because I took it out of the box, right? It was special, so I wanted to put it up where I could see it. Um, and that was it. And then maybe, I don't know the exact date. Um, this would have been in the year 2021, um, maybe late 2020. Um, you know, it would have been because of, I was working at a particular company and I stopped working there in, in 20, the January of 2021. So this was like the end of 2020. So like the whole, it was the whole COVID thing. Um, so I had some old furniture at my aunt's house that I um, wanted to get rid of just because it's not my style. I like old stuff, but some of the stuff was just like, no, nah, I don't want to keep it. So I put it on Facebook marketplace to, to declutter and I'm moving stuff around and maybe a week goes by and, uh, you know, nothing, you know, I forget about it. And then one day I'm working and I was sitting in the basement uh, where my office was. And I get a, a Facebook message and it's like, I remember because it came in all caps and it sounded, I just, you know, how you think when all caps are like yelling at you. And he was asking if this piece of furniture was available. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. So we had like a quick conversation. He's like, okay, I'll be down in St. Louis uh, Friday or whatever. And I'll come by and take a look at it and, because he was two hours away in Hannibal, Illinois, I think it was. I said, all right, whatever. And I never thought much about it. It's Facebook Marketplace. So you, typically you never hear from most people again. Um, give me one second here. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, back. But, uh, you know, come, I guess it was Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah, so later in the week, probably Thursday. I get a phone call. And uh, it's just a, it's like an Illinois number, uh, 618. Or so. I, I don't remember what it was, but I knew the area code. So I answered it. And it's, uh, he's like, hey, Andy, or James is what, um, it was my name, James Andrew. Um, people from St. Louis call me Andy. 
this guy says, Hey James, this is Tom, or he didn't, I'm sorry, he didn't say his name yet. He said, this is the guy from, you know, such and such Facebook. I'm interested in that thing. I'm just confirming I'll be there tomorrow. And, uh, at the end of the conversation, he's like, Hey, you know, my name is Tom. Yada, yada, yada. So I said, we set everything up. Yeah, I'll be here. Okay. So hung up the phone and I thought for a second, I was like, you know, that kind of sounded like my uncle Tom didn't. Other than that, like three seconds that I had that thought, paid no attention to it whatsoever. And to add more to, like, <clears throat> him and my uncle, that were a couple, bought, like, my grandma's. There was some family drama, so there was, like, a big falling out. That's why nobody knew what had happened to, like, Charlie and Tom. And then um, we did know that Charlie had passed away, but we never knew what happened for, with Tom. And even my aunt hadn't seen him in, like, 25 years. So, um, so yeah, so it, it sounded like it was like, nah, whatever. D- didn't think anything of it. So the next day, um, I get a call or text. He's like, Hey, I'm out front. So I, I go and I, you know, stand at the front door and it's cold. So I'm holding the door shut until he comes up and I see him get out of the van and there's like a tree and he comes walking over and I was like, he had a mask on, right? Cause of fu- fucking COVID. So he had that, and the other guy had like a hat on. So I couldn't really tell. And then he came in the house, or like you know, kind of stepped up in, and uh, he, he's like, "Hey, he's like, I do you mind if I take my mask off?" And I said, "I didn't have one on. It was my house. I don't whatever. You can judge me if you want, but I didn't have one on." And uh, you know, he's like, yeah, "I can take mine off, whatever." So he took it off, and he pulled his hat off, and I almost kind of like broke down in tears a little bit because I was like, "This is my uncle Tom." Like, this is him, right? And he didn't, and I was like, is this guy fucking with me? I, you know what I mean? That's, it, it just felt strange. Not, not not judging him, but it was just like, how, what are the odds? I was freaked out. So I didn't really say anything. I just kind of observed what he did. And, uh, and he, my Uncle Tom had spent a, a lot of time in that same house from you know the 60s 70s 80s up until the mid 90s and this was in 2020 so it had been a while um you know 25 30 years since he'd been there and it looked to be honest it looked completely different because it had been remodeled like twice in that time frame but i was just watching this guy to see like his reaction response whatever and uh he looked at the piece of furniture and he kind of said something you know and he's like, oh, well, this is damaged. And he kind of like was just starting to kind of negotiate with like stuff. And I was like, okay. And I and then finally I just said, do you? I said, is, your name's Tom? And he goes, yeah, I'm Tom. And I said, did you have a partner named Charlie? And he um, he was like in the middle of like inspecting this fucking cabinet. Um, and he's like super detail oriented, right? So he kind of stood up and looked at me like a school teacher would look at a student who just did something dumb. I, I guess maybe I know what that looks like because I had teachers look at me like that a lot. But, um, but yeah, so it was him. And uh, he kind of stepped back and he had a reaction. He's like, yeah. So that's when I told him. I said, I'm Andy. So he, he, he would have called me Andy. And again, when he saw me, last time he saw me, I was 13 or 14. And I was like, I don't know. I was five foot 10. I don't know, five foot 10, like 150 pounds. And at the time I'm like five foot 11, like 
I don't know, 240, a lot bigger than I was, you know, the last time you saw me. So, um, and I, and I'm, sh- and my head shaved and obviously it wasn't when I was a kid. So, you know, I kind of explained to him, like my dad's James, and he, then he remembered, you know, and he's like, holy shit. He's like, this is Jerry's house. And he started asking me questions and everyone that he asked me, I was like, no, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. No, she's gone. And then he told me the. I knew my uncle Charlie was gone, but he told me the story about um, uh, how my uncle had passed away and how he took care of him. And it was a sweet story. And I, I just, uh, you know, it made me feel love, you know, it made me think of my uncle and he was a great guy. And they kind of got to go out. Okay. With his friend, his boyfriend, husband, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it was cool. So him and I connected and, you know, make sure we save our numbers and we communicate, you know, here and there. And that's okay. But, uh, you know, I guess a lot of people would hear that story and just, you know, they would add up all the coincidences. Um, it, and I get it. I understand it. But I, I mean, like, if you just think about, like, what are the odds? Um, and to add to that, I have more stories that I've done that are very intentional, that are similar to that. Um, that some things I think are just undeniable. And that to me was, um, I mean, no one could track him down. People that we actually had conversations and like no one could find him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Was it the, was it just pure coincidence? Yeah, could have been absolutely hundred percent could have been, um, could it have been, he knew Aunt Jerry died and he just kept an eye on Facebook marketplace. Um, and looked for stuff, you know, because he actually told me the piece that he bought for me. He told me that he gave that to her in the early eighties and it may or may not have been accurate. I don't, I don't know. Obviously my aunt wasn't around, but I, I don't know why he would lie. And he, he still, he still bought it back. He didn't argue at that point. <clears throat> um, so could have, there have been this sinister plot where for 30 years, he just, waited for the obituary for my aunt Jerry to try to get this piece back or randomly saw her obituary. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's not on. Well, yeah, he wouldn't have, he's not friends on Facebook with any of us. So I I don't know. I don't understand that. I don't know anything. I just choose to believe that um, I created that moment and it's not mystical, magical, nothing fell out of the sky. But I used my thoughts and my emotions to create a string of odd, if you look at the big picture, but other than that, very insignificant and natural incidents, right? Bridge of incidents that happened, you know, selling the thing on Facebook, you know, all the, everything that got us connected, seeing the picture. Um, I believe that I created that. I believe that we can all do that. Um, and I know people, you know, there's a lot of hype around it just for marketing from, you know, from a marketing perspective, because it's, it's like a get rich quick scheme. And that's what the majority of the people on the planet want, which is who doesn't want to get rich, Jesus Christ. Um, so that's why it's so attractive to people. Um, and unfortunately, like the message gets lost in the marketing, they sell the hype. And, um, you know, most very few people get any significant outcomes because it's a habit. Um, 
it's like been proven by science. Like you can go to the CIA's website and uh, I'll, I'll get more information on this. I've got it like saved. Uh, it's like public information now. It's like declassified if you go to the bottom and like resources. Um, and I don't remember the name of the program, but it's like Stardust or something weird. But they talk about how you can use your mind, like they've tested it. Um, so, you, you, you know, you can obviously read that from them. There's all kinds of other like scientific stuff. There's doctors, legitimate, like real you know, doctors and physicists that explain that part of it. Um, and there's, you know, there's the mystical part, Abraham Hicks, which I listen to, you know, quite frequently. Um, but anyways, if you want to know more, subscribe to this podcast and I'm going to have like a website up soon. I'm actually going to have a YouTube page available It'll be the same audio, but there'll be video, which I, I think you can, well, I don't know where you're listening to this, but, uh, um, you know, if you want the audio and the video, that'll be available soon. Uh, I'm just doing this kind of as a project because again, it helps me and I help you get something out of it. But I'll talk more about that, my opinions, my experiences, and share um, just share stories. And I'll, I'll create a way for us to have dialogue so you can ask questions. And uh, my dog's just scratching at the door, if you can hear that. Um, so that means it's probably time to go. But, uh, yeah, I'll get that set up. And uh, we'll work on this together. And I'll share some more stories and some ideas and, and see if I can give you some stuff that will work for you. Awesome. Have a good night.